It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Bradley Beal in 53 minutes, 40 points, 11 rebounds, 15 assists. What a win for Washington. Quickly to Wall. Wall yeah. measures. Beal gets open for three. Dagger! Here comes Pierce with five seconds left. Pierce with three. Hey everyone, welcome to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. Today we are in Capital One Arena after um, what it seems to be an eternity of a game, three overtimes, three, you heard that correctly. Um, I haven't eaten anything today, I feel like I'm going to fall on my face. Me too. Quentin is here with me, which is amazing. Um, it's unfortunate that he has to be here for one of these games, but it all was worth it because the Wizards got the win. So, yeah. I mean, I don't even know where to start. It was a very emotional game. Before we start, shout out to Chase Hughes for finding us this closet to record in. He's the man. <laughs> shout out to Chase. Shout out to Chase. Um, I think I'm the good luck charm. I mean, I'm 1-0 yeah. right now. We <laughs> went into, what, triple overtime and we got to win. But also, guys, remember, we're in, like, some random office room right now. So if you hear some background noise and stuff, that's like, people doing mind. their jobs. Yeah, don't, don't mind them. They're probably setting up for a Caps game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was amazing. We beat the worst team in the Western Conference. They are now eight and twenty-five. We are now thirteen and twenty. Yay. Um, good for us. Uh, shout out to Kelly Oubre, who is back at the vault. Um, he. It was so hard to watch him because he came onto the court and like it seemed like the whole place was cheering for him. His yeah. former teammates were cheering for him, and he looked very like happy but also very sad which can't blame him checked in about five minutes uh left into the first quarter and yeah i was trying really hard not to cry we both were yeah and he, when he checked in it was like he was having a sort of a slow game it wasn't the best game but then as soon as the fourth quarter came around i was like watch the closer this game gets you know kelly's gonna leave his mark on the game and he he definitely left his mark we're looking at the stat sheet here he had 20 points um, five rebounds, no assists for all those people that say he never passed the ball. But he had a really good game. So to see him come back, and we talked to the guys after the game, and they all miss him. They all said, they, what was the common theme? It was weird. It was, it was weird. They it was all weird. said it was weird playing against them. But, but they um, were happy. Yeah, they were happy for him. And I think even Markeith said, if they do hit a game-winning shot, we'd rather it be Kelly Oubre than anybody else on the team. So 
The guys really respect him. They love him. Thomas Bryant had a crazy night. And one of the first things he said was, you know, that's my guy. I love Kelly. It's good seeing him on a, um, succeeding on another team. So, yeah. Quentin was predicting that Kelly would actually hit the game-winning shot. I was hoping for it. He he looked like, you know, he would go to the to the three-point line on the side, and we thought for sure he was going to get one, but um Devin Booker us, was not passing it right to him. No, he was not. He was not. He, he was not passing uh, to him at all. In fact, the person he passed to the most was probably the rookie, DeAndre Ayton, and... If you can take away anything from these overtimes, you should know that it was literally battle of the rookies. Yeah. Thomas Bryant, DeAndre Aiden, it seemed like every possession had something to do with them and they would score like every single time. Yeah, it was crazy. Thomas Bryant, I mean, 14 for 14. He was one shot and make away from tying Wilt Chamberlain for a 15 for 15 night which has only been done one time. So he had a crazy game. He said he was just active. He was playing in the flow of the game, um, doing what he had to do um, to help his team win. He was showing so much effort, so much poise for such a young guy. And uh, without Thomas Bryant tonight, they don't win this game, obviously. No, so it was don't. good to see these, not these role players, because every player right now is a valuable asset to this team. But it's good to see these guys that typically don't get a lot of points and a lot of minutes to come through and step up, especially with uh, John Wall's absence. Thomas Bryant had career highs in obviously everything that he did tonight. 31 points, 13 rebounds, 14 for 14 from the field, like you said, and 36 minutes. I mean, when we talked to him, he kind of was just like shocked himself. Like he, yeah. st he still didn't believe it. It's like we asked him, we're like, you didn't know that you didn't miss? And he was like, well, no, I was just out there and playing the game. I was yeah. I was zoned in. I was locked in. I was doing my he thing. He was locked on. He was locked on. Exactly. He was locked on the team. That was so, a layup right there. Thank you, Thomas Wright, for being locked on. But I love that from him. Like, he's not out there stat chasing or anything like that. No. He's just trying to do everything he can to help this team win a game. He said he was super down because they lost to the, um, the Houston Rockets like that. And he said they just wanted to get back on the streak. So he comes out, he plays his tail off. And uh, this, that's all Scott Brooks has been preaching all season long. The guys look like they're lacking effort. Even a reason when he came in, they said they don't have effort. So for um, Bryant to do that shows a lot of effort. And a lot of these other guys had a lot of effort tonight, too. That's all um, Brooks can really ask for, and they delivered. It's just incredible that we can get that kind of productivity from a rookie. And it's just really satisfying to see just a humble guy who has nothing to lose on the court, just give it his all and not really think into it too much. And I kind of wish that a lot of other players on this team had that mindset. Absolutely. I think we would be in a lot better shape if, um, I'm getting kind of depressed now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I don't know, I'm, I'm super happy, but I'm also really, um, I'm a fan, I'm greedy, you know, I always want more from this team, so I wish more people would play like Thomas Bryant. No yeah. shots to anyone specific, this is like an overall thing. Besides that, starting five for the Wizards were Ariza, Beal, Green, Bryant, and Sadoransky. How did you feel about Sadoransky today? I liked what he was doing. I mean, during the game, I saw that uh, somebody tweeted, I don't know who tweeted, they were like, imagine, oh, it was Josh from uh, NBA, right. like on NBA. He was like, imagine how good Thomas Bryant would be if he was a starter on another team. And I was like, I mean, he has a point. Thomas Bryant, Tomas. I said Thomas Bryant this whole time. Yeah, I was about to be Tomas, like, um... Sadoransky. It's 11-16, <laughs> yeah, guys. We're, we're done. We're pooped. But, um... 
Tomas Sadoransky, he was out there. He was playmaking. He was doing um, a lot of. He had a lot of good things. I know as time went on, they stopped running plays. They started falling back to ISO basketball. So by the fourth quarter, the first overtime, the second overtime, it was not a lot of ball movement, and that's why the game was so close. But for through the first three quarters, I mean, it was competitive because everybody was getting their touches. It was the ball was moving, and you know, no shots again. But you know, last year when it was Tomas running the the um the offense alongside Bradley Bill. Um, it was team wins, quote unquote, coming for Martin Gortat. And tonight was a team win. Everybody filled the stat sheet up. I mean, Jeff Green had 20, Thomas Bryant 31, Beal went for 40, Tomas went for 17, Markeith had 20 off the bench. It's like, just crazy. Everybody did their part. And, um, you know, like Scott Brooks said in the post game, if they would have lost tonight, he said he wouldn't even have made the trip to Indiana because, yeah, he would have been that <laughs> depressed. But uh, Yeah, me too, right? I mean, oh, yeah, y'all should have saw Becca. She was mad. <laughs> mad depressed up there. She was like, yo, what are they doing out there? And I almost caught her slipping on this one selfie. And she she got me. I had y'all with the quality content, but I missed my shot. But yeah. I think to quote myself during the game, I think I said, put me down, please. Yes. Help, please help me. This is torture was one of them. This is like jail. If this how if is this how I'm gonna go out? She had a few of them and I was just chuckling to myself because she was going through it. But she's um, a diehard, so it's, a, it's expected. Yeah, that was a very difficult time in my life, especially overtime after overtime after overtime. And it almost looked like we would have gone into a fourth overtime. I wouldn't have minded. Oh, I know you wouldn't have minded. <laughs> Me, I was done. Yeah. I, I really need to. I was just like, please, knowing that we have to go talk to Scott Brooks, talk to everyone in the locker rooms. Yeah. Um, I just like didn't want that. Like yeah. it's, we're here at the Capital One Arena. It is now eleven eighteen, almost midnight. Just chilling here, casually doing the podcast. We're so committed. I know. I love how committed we are. I love how dedicated we are to this podcast. So yeah. um, hopefully everyone listens to this because this is pretty important. They this better. Is pretty serious. They definitely better. Um, Kelly blew a kiss to the fans during a free throw. He was blowing so many he kisses. Is, he loves the fans. Um, I went into the Suns locker room after the game and what he did say was that he was happy to be back because he loves the fans. He's always going to love DC. He's always going to love the fans. And I think his energy was pretty like positive for the most part. Yeah. As positive as you could be. I mean, he got traded like what, a week ago? Yeah. And he's already back here for yeah. another team. That's got to be really difficult. The timing is so crazy with that, how that whole thing went down. You get Ariza... He immediately plays against Houston, who was his team prior. Mm-hmm. And then he plays against Phoenix. And then Kelly Uber's back in DC. It's just so crazy um, to think about. But yeah, Kelly did he did his thing. He gave the fans a show. Um, and it was weird watching like when Kelly would do something good, people would be like, Yay, I mean, oh, I mean, yeah. So they didn't know yeah. if they wanted to cheer for him because he was a Suns player or because he used to be in DC. So people were kinda, you know, they were they were in between, but there was one little kid behind me. He kept saying, bring back Kelly, sign Kelly this all season. I was like, yo, little man, it's not going to happen. Like, sit down. But I didn't want to crush his dreams like that. But, yeah, I mean. Would have crushed my dreams, these, too. These fans love Kelly, man. These fans love Kelly. I saw so many Oubre jerseys in the crowd tonight. Oh, I'm definitely getting a Suns jersey. I'm getting a Suns jersey. No doubt. The black one is sweet. I love the black jersey. I have. love the black one as well. Yeah. I would take either one, but the black one is pretty um, serious. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss more of the game and hopefully what's to come tomorrow in Indiana. Stick around. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, guys, for listening to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. I'm Becca, here with my co-host, Quentin. We're in Capital One Arena. We're in a closet right now (laughs) doing a podcast, but shout out to Chase Hughes. He does his podcast, so he knows all the quiet places, and yeah, it's cool to have connections like that. Otherwise, we would be recording in the media room with a bunch of um, writers who would not be happy listening to us. Yeah, we had to get out of there. So... Honestly, I've never really had a chance to see DeAndre Aiden play, yeah. but I was super. There goes the card again. What did we tell y'all about background noise? Okay, okay. we warned you, so Bear you're going to have us. to accept it. I was so impressed by him, and apparently his performances, like that's not irregular for him because he averages 16 points a game. Mm-hmm. So that really impressed me, but I'm kind of like prideful because like our rookie did better, so. Hair flip that was amazing. <laughs> I mean, he he showed off tonight, and um, of course the triple overtimes helped him out. But he was dominating from the jump. I think he had a double double after the first quarter. So, um, but what was equally surprising is how most of the paint the points came from the paint in the first quarter. Like they were just attacking Aiden on defense, and Aiden was coming right back and attacking them on offense. So it was good to see an old school like big man battle, yeah. like Thomas Bryant versus DeAndre Aiden. I don't think. Anybody would have thought that would have been the uh, the storyline of the night. Right. But um, it was good to see. Like like uh, Becca said, this is my first time seeing DeAndre Ayton as well. And there's a reason why he went, what, number two in the draft. Like, it's exactly. a, it's a reason why he went so high. So, that guy has a really good ceiling, high ceiling. And uh, it was it's impressive to see it up close. I was just stunned by him. Uh, stunned by Bryant, obviously. But to see talent like that, just like raw talent, just like battling each other, that's for sure not something we see every day. Um, Anyways, I think someone should do a welfare check on Bradley Beal. I hope he's okay. I hope he will be fine tomorrow. Um, Hopefully he's asleep right now wherever he is. I don't think so. He's probably um, checking up on his child. Yeah. But... um, He's at practice with late nights, though. The new baby, you know... He's had some. He's had some late nights as a dad, but I don't think any of those late nights involved him playing, what, 58 minutes... And uh, oh. well, when he played 53 minutes, excuse me. And uh, Reza had 54. But yeah, and they Beal, played tomorrow I mean, at five. That's crazy. Like, like, how are they supposed to carry on like this is normal? I mean, <laughs> I, if I okay, I will say though, during the first couple overtimes, I love that first couple overtimes because there were several. Um, Bradley Beal seemed like he couldn't um, stay. Like, you know, he couldn't stand up. Like, every time he had the ball, he would just fall over yeah. and, you know, give out. But he got a second win, like, the third overtime, and he was okay. So, I don't know where that came from, but I'm happy. Otherwise, it would have been a huge problem because Beal did cause some turnovers that did result in some Suns points. Well, like, late in the game, especially when you get tired, you start settling. And he and Tomas Sadoransky and a lot of these guys Ariza, Jeff Green, even though Jeff did hit some big threes, they were selling for jump shots you know, Bill loves to step back and the turnaround uh, fade away, so he was selling for so many jump shots, and you saw when he got that second win in what, the third overtime he's attacking the rim, he's finishing, and from the first quarter, his finishing was impeccable up and unders, he had English off the glass, high off the glass, and he was showing off his finishing, so to get back to his roots in the third overtime, 
really allowed this team to get the W. And uh, I mean, hey, we're tired. We're I know tired. the Wizards are tired. They have a game tomorrow at 5 p.m. And we have ch- I have church in the morning. <laughs> so, um, Becca, any last thoughts? Any predictions for tomorrow before we get out of here? Um, yeah, it's going to be a loss. A loss? It's going to be a loss, but it's going to be a close loss. Yeah. Um, can we just, before we close, I just want to say that Pusha T was courtside. Yo, what was, pu- <laughs> I did not understand, why was Pusha T here? Like, does he have a concert? Well, he is from Virginia Beach. He is from the beach. And he does, he is a John Wall fan. Okay. But John Wall was not playing. He let everybody down, including Pusha T. Wow, John. You're sick, huh, buddy? So, was Wall injured? I, I really never understood what happened there. He had flu-like symptoms. Okay, he didn't go to morning shoot around. But he was dancing. Um, If if he had a flu, he must have had a fever, too, because he was going off. <laughs> he was milli-rocking. You showed me that video? He was yeah. milli-rocking. He was doing everything. He was pretty supportive of his teammates on the side. If I was sick, I'd probably be at home sleeping. But, but it was good to see him, like, alive. Like, mm-hmm. we've only seen the Wizards depressed, down, in a corner, just heads held low. And to see, I haven't seen John Wall smile and dance or like any of that. that ever. Ever. Long time. And it's been a long time. So, to see him just interacting with the teammates and just, I mean... Hopefully, this is a turning point for this team. I know Wizards fans are hoping. Um, but there still are some glaring issues on this team. So, this is kind of like a band-aid over a cut here. Of course. Quentin yeah. cannot of course. let the podcast go without having that one yeah. um, thing. Shout out to my boy Trey, man. You know, I'm a Debbie Downer until I die. So, I got to go back to my <laughs> roots here. Good win. Um, what's, what's my Debbie Downer points for, really? Some of those rotations were questionable. Like one time I saw oh, well, Chasan, Tomas, Sam Decker, Ron Baker, and and somebody else in the game. I didn't like how Troy Brown didn't get any minutes. And do I have any more Debbie Downers? No, I thought it was a great win. It was a great win. You pull one out. Even though the Suns sucked, they were on a four-game winning streak. You beat KO. It's a lot of uh, energy in the building. Um, you win at home. You protect home court. Good teams do that. Playoff teams do that. And they, if they want to make this push for the postseason, it starts against the teams like the Suns. So they got a good test in Indiana tomorrow. Let's bring that momentum on the road because we know that we struggle on the road and hopefully we will get a win. I hope I'm wrong, honestly, because I would love to get two back-to-back wins and the third third overtime thing just my brain is broken sorry guys like i gotta go like i'm done here thank you for listening to lockdown wizards part of the lockdown network i'm becca i'm here with quinn see ya dc family family good night good night bye hey prime members you can listen to this lockdown podcast ad free on amazon music Download the Amazon Music app today.